Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. Now, Gardaí and the local authority, they put together a joint task force to crack down on drug dealing in St. Mary's Park in Limerick City. It sees four new community Gardaí assigned specifically to focus on drugs and antisocial behaviour. And joining us is Chief Superintendent Gerard Roach from Henry Street Garda Station. And Aoife Duke is also with us. She's the Director of Housing Development at Limerick City and County Council. And you're both very welcome and in advance, happy St. Patrick's Day to both of you. Um, Chief Super, I know you were saying recently that uh, you personally saw evidence of what was happening in St. Mary's Park. That's correct, Joe. Yeah, um, we've been aware of obviously activities there for quite a while. St. Mary's Park has got a lot of attention uh, from us over the last year. Uh, we've over 64 searches done under warrant there of houses, which is extraordinary considering there's only a couple of hundred houses in it. Uh, and I was down on a number of those searches myself last week as well, where I saw uh, what was going on. But uh, we're aware of what's going on. And, and a lot of the activity there is actually people coming into the area from outside. Uh, but to purchase drugs and to deal drugs and they come in there and deal drugs in certain disused houses and houses that uh, are boarded up uh, and stashing drugs also in areas which are, uh, uh, you know, which have been left disused, which is uh, a major part of the problem. And really that's why we've got together with um, uh, Limerick City Council as well to establish the giant task force uh, to, to move on all of the plans that were there for quite a while in relation to the removal of a lot of those dis- those houses for demolishing uh, and uh, to make the place better, uh, to make it better for people to live in and, you know, to, just make it aesthetically better as well. But also our part of it, obviously, is to put as much pressure on anyone who thinks that they're going to take over areas and deal drugs in it uh, and that the Gardaí are, are not going to act and act uh, uh, regularly and every day if possible uh, to move them on. So there's a huge activity down there at the moment. We were there yesterday as well uh, with TV3 and, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the feedback from the community is, is exceptional, I have to say. Really positive. No, I mean, people were turning up in taxis, weren't they, to try to do their drug business? They were. There's no point saying that it wasn't. These were addicts. You know, these aren't the dealers. These are the addicts. And, you know, they're to be pitied more than anything else. The, these are crack addicts or heroin addicts or, you know, uh, cocaine addicts, mostly crack and uh, heroin who are coming, uh, who have to feed their habits and they make their way into the state uh, and they make their way to wherever they think they can get the drugs. So that that's no use. We don't want that. The people who are trying to rear their families decently and keep them away from the scourge of drugs down there have asked us, you know, to deal with these issues and we are. We won't put up with it either. We won't allow it. Yeah, I mean, law-abiding locals, as you say, and some of them were in touch with us on the Limerick Today show and saying that the ultimate irony was some of these places had signs up saying they were COVID compliant while illegally selling drugs. Well, I'm sure. Uh, you know, they can put up what they like, but you know, if they're illegal, uh, and we have, we have, uh, we have uh, dozens of people before the courts having caught them, you know, and having caught them in possession and dealing, uh, and we have hundreds of thousands of euros worth of drugs seized there as well in in the last year. 
So uh, it's a constant battle, but drugs is a constant battle, and it will be. And that's just the nature of it. And the nature of society at the moment is that there is a huge demand out there and huge money to be made by criminals and unscrupulous people from drugs. Mm. So. And, and Chief, you know, there is enormous pressure on your resources at the moment because of the number of patrols and checkpoints that you're having to do around um, compliance with the, the COVID health regulations. And now you need to particularly focus on this too. Uh, there is, but you know, COVID has been a strange time for police and obviously the demand has been that the government has asked us to, you know, assist them in relation to the regulations and stopping people from travelling and putting up checkpoints and everything. And that has worked, has worked very well. Uh, you know, we've got positive feedback on that as well. Uh, but, you know, we haven't, the, the biggest scourge, like all of the crime areas has gone down, Joe, in the last 12 months. Drug, um, burglaries, robberies, uh, all of the nighttime crime that was going on with serious assaults and everything, they've gone way, way down. You know, burglaries gone down 75%, for instance. So, But what has gone up is drugs. And I haven't, I haven't, uh, I've actually increased the amount of people that I've put into drugs in the uh, city and in the county and established a drugs unit out in the county now as well to deal with the issues there. So, you know, uh, there would be more money made from drugs, I'd say, in the last year than ever because people are at home and because people have nothing else for doing, really, uh, and uh, they have money to spend. Mm. And, and are you finding that we're not just dealing with cannabis here, we're dealing with cocaine and heroin too? Absolutely. The, the vast, um, uh, well, the highest uh, volume amount of in both terms of volume, in quantity and in value is cocaine, without a doubt. And crack cocaine is well in there as well. But crack cocaine is very much uh, confined really to addicts and a cohort of people who have developed very serious addiction problems. Uh, the Drugs and Alcohol Task Force will tell you that they're, they're, from looking at the medical end, that their condition has gone down dramatically. You know, their physical, their medical, their, their mental well-being has gone down dramatically once they become crack addicts. So that's at the really tough end of it. The heroin as well, uh, similarly, similar effects. Uh, and the cocaine is largely, uh, has to be a middle class uh, uh, drug really for people with disposable income who are, who are spending it. And I'm glad you made that point because sometimes people will feel when there's a focus on particular areas of uh, Limerick that it's not more widespread than that. But it's in every community, urban, rural uh, and in all strata of society. Absolutely. And, you know, where's the money coming from to buy and spend that sort of money and the millions of euros that's been spent uh, on drugs in this city? Uh, it's not coming from, you, you know, uh, people who are living in regeneration areas, to be honest. It's not. Uh, you know, it's coming from people in middle class areas who are funding it and paying for their, you know, their 70 euros worth of a gram of cocaine or whatever it is a week or, you know, a number of them or whatever they're using it. Yeah, and, and the other point being that uh, while it might be easy for them to dissociate themselves from blood on their hands, ultimately if they're buying, then that money goes back into the chain and eventually it can end up coming out at the wrong end of a gun. Well, it can. And, you know, uh, thankfully this city is, is quiet, you know, really, compared to where it was many years ago. Uh, and we can thank a lot of factors for that and I, I, I won't underestimate regeneration and what that has done and the joint approach by the council and on Garda Shikana and the HSE and everyone else in tackling that because the one thing I said, Joe, the guards aren't going to defeat drugs and uh, cartels on their own. 
They're just not. It takes a lot more than that. It takes a whole combined number of people and society in general uh, to take these people on. Okay, stay with us for a moment. We're chatting to the Chief Superintendent, Gerard Roche, from Henry Street Garda Station here in Limerick. And as I mentioned, Aoife Duke, who's Director of Housing Development at Limerick City and County Council, is also on the line. And uh, Aoife, uh, where do you and the Council come in to this initiative? Well, on Garda Siakana and Limerick City and County Council have established the Joint Task Force to support and assist the community of St Mary's Park. And really, I suppose the aim of this task force is to deal with, as the Chief Superintendent mentioned, the drug and antisocial behaviour issues in the area. We have been made aware of the fact that our houses that we had planned to demolish later in the year are facilitating antisocial behaviour in the area. So the demolitions are part of the regeneration plan, but we are now fast-tracking those demolitions to prevent antisocial behaviour in the area. And what does fast-tracking mean? It means we're starting this week, basically. We will demolish 12 derelict unoccupied houses. We'll remove palisade fencing, which is quite unsightly, on one of the streets in the area. And then finally, we will remove any unauthorised structures on council-owned land. And we're starting a six- to eight-week programme, working hand-in-hand with the Garda Siakana, our tenancy sustainment teams as well. Uh, And we will be starting the demolition programme this week. Because clearly people in that community should not have to be putting up with this. It's it's a very difficult situation for the community in St Mary's Park. It is simply not fair. But working together as part of the, the task force and working in conjunction with community representatives, we've received overwhelming support from the community and we'll move forward together on that basis. Is there anything that you can do about the drug dealers specifically or is it entirely a matter for the Gardaí? Well, certainly um, the detection and, and prosecution of such activities is a matter for the Gardaí, but we we as a, a landlord in the area have certain responsibilities in terms of ensuring that our estate is kept in good order and certainly the, the demolition of the 12 derelict houses will go a long way towards that. Yeah, uh, and uh, the Chief is making the point there that you know this is a whole society effort, isn't it? It's about every individual, uh, the community at large, the Gardaí, and clearly the council. It certainly is. It's It starts with personal responsibility, obviously, and, and everyone has to account for their own actions. Uh, but we're delighted that we have joined forces in terms of this task force and, as I say, working to assist and support the community of St Mary's Park. We're receiving overwhelming um, support and positive feedback uh, on the basis of what's happening so far. And if there is evidence that uh, an individual is dealing drugs uh, or allowing something like that to happen, in a council property, can you issue an eviction order? We certainly can. We have powers in terms of of warnings and uh, taking tenants to task because um, obviously we view such matters very, very seriously. It is not fair on uh, the surrounding neighbours and community in general. So we, we, we have powers in that regard and we're not afraid to go to court and use them. And we have done and we will continue to do so. But this particular programme uh, will see us working hand in hand with the Gardaí and it sends a very positive message to the community in terms of our determination to deliver on the overall regeneration programme for St Mary's Park in particular and across all four regeneration areas in Limerick. Yes, because it's an historic part of Limerick City and you feel that it has still enormous untapped potential. 
it it really has in in I suppose in any other city in the world it would be the Manhattan of of your city it's it's a prime city centre location uh, within walking distance of all the major amenities um, and certainly we want to move forward uh, in improving the area in terms of our refurbishments thermal upgrades we have a lovely playground down there recently completed very welcome addition to the area and and works. Uh, will be carried out um, on the community centre also. So there's a lot to do down there, but we, we're engaging with the community on a regular basis and um, it, look, it's, it's making a very positive contribution and certainly this work that's planned over the next six to eight weeks feeds into that programme as well. Mm. We're chatting to Aoife Duke, Director of Housing Development at Limerick City and County Council and the Chief Superintendent, Gerard Roach, from Henry Street Garda Station. Uh, Chief, do you think that uh, this... Uh, approach by the Guardia and more than just the Guardia has, has been pointed out will have an immediate positive impact? I think it will have an immediate uh, visible positive impact. Obviously the extra uh, uniformed Guardia down there along with the checkpoints, uh, along with the detective branch uh, who are conducting their inquiries and doing checkpoints and also doing searches uh, is definitely very evident in it. Uh, Long term it will have an effect as well because we won't be giving up on this strategy and if this strategy works well here we may expand it to other areas uh, that, you know, the the one thing with drugs is you you tend to displace the drug dealers so then we need to displace them again and keep after them. So whatever strategy will work, uh, we'll adopt and keep it going. Right, I see what you mean. So they might move to somewhere else and then they have to be followed there, yeah. Um, And finally, just on the health regulations, uh, you know, I think uh, people locally were probably a bit disheartened to see Limerick at the top of the league in terms of fixed charged penalty notices being handed out for breaching of public health regulations. Can you put that in any context for us? Well, I can't. You know, um, we had a lot of people who were travelling, who were having parties, who were attending parties, uh, and we had a lot of pressure as well from various communities, both around the university and out west and various places out west of the county, uh, which wanted us to to act to make sure we enforced the regulations. And that is really why the numbers have got to be as high as they have. Uh, People travelling around the county are, are partying. So that's the reason for it uh, and we have enforced it and our people have taken that on uh, to the fullest extent and now I have to compliment them for doing it. And, and it's a delicate um, policing operation, all of this on an ongoing basis, isn't it? Because you're dealing with people who probably would have very little interaction with the Guardi under any other circumstances. Are you continuing to do the engagement process? I mean, is it, does it take quite a bit to end up with a fixed charge penalty notice or worse? Yeah, it does. The, the engagement, the encouragement, the explaining uh, enforcement is at the la- last bit of it, you know. So, yeah, it, it does. Uh, but, uh, you know, if we come on people who are very blatant about it, who are holding house parties or whatever, there isn't a lot of explaining there. There's a fine issue, you know. So uh, they're in flagrant breach of the the law and they're flagrant breach of the regulations, but then they're issued with fines. And if they have an issue with it, they can go to court with it if they don't want to pay it. And finally then, what would you say to people about tomorrow, St. Patrick's Day, under any other circumstances, an enormous community event around Limerick City and County? 
Yes, uh, St. Patrick's Day and Easter are of concern to us. Uh, and I, I'd remind people to think of what happened at Christmas when things were opened up. Coming up to Christmas, were closed down again just before Christmas. But the effect of it was that an awful lot of people travelled, an awful lot of people socialised, and we had huge spikes. You know, we had hundreds of people who lost probably their lives as a result of it. Uh, the infection rates went through the roof. Uh, it caused us to go into level five again. Uh, and, you know, if we have similar things happening tomorrow or uh, at Easter and we st- we were stuck in level five for until May or June, we certainly don't want to be stuck in level five. None of us do, you know. So the sooner we can get those numbers down and ask people to comply with the regulations as far as they can. Uh, and, uh, you know, let's all work together to get through this. And Chief, will there be a significant policing effort then tomorrow on St. Patrick's Day around Limerick and presumably then over Easter? There will. You know, there's no parade, so obviously that it's not going to be the same. You know, we don't require the same numbers. Uh, as far as we know, there's there's very little planned for Limerick City, which is good. There's some, some protests, I think, but very little. Um, you know, in line of what we're being told uh, over the next few days. Uh, but, you know, we don't see major policing operations as being necessary at this time. Okay. Well, listen, thank you very much for talking to us about all of that this morning. The Chief Superintendent, Gerard Roach, based at Henry Street Garda Station in Limerick City, of course. And before that, Aoife Duke, Director of Housing Development at Limerick City and County Council. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.